Welcome to Victory in Christ Ministries. You are about to hear an anointed message from Pastor Tom Kukenreuter. Let's get in the Word. That is, we're going to talk about the force of faith. Every so often I want to remind people about what the force of faith is. See, there is a place that we get in our believing. You know, sometimes there's our lack of believing that causes us to be slowed down in things. But when we're believing God, when we know that it's God who has us, that God always causes us to triumph, when we know that he's with us, even in the worst of situations, we put our trust in him. When we know that and when we speak, there is literally a force of faith that comes forth from us into the spirit realm, which has the ability to move things because God is within it. Amen. Well, I want you to turn with me. The first scripture uh, is 1 John and the fourth chapter. And it's a blessing to have you with us this morning, if I haven't said that already. And I just thank everybody who gets back to us on Facebook or gets back to us uh, personally or however they get back to us. I just love to hear the encouragements uh, that this brings to you. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of reciprocal because, you know, the, uh, hopefully the message helps you and then you let us know that it helps you and then it helps us. And we, we uh, it, 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 it enriches us. It, it gets us to a point of, you know, purpose. You know, it is our purpose to help people, to get them from point A to point B victoriously. And uh, let's see what the word says today regarding... Um, not only our faith, but our believing and who we are and that, that force that by the end of this message, I know you'll have more uh, confidence that when you speak things into the spirit realm, when you speak them out in your prayer time, that you will know that they're, they're moving and they're shaking things up for your, for your uh, success. In 1 John, the fourth chapter and the fourth verse, it says, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The, the, the issues that we face on a daily basis, and oh, I didn't have a week that was short of issues. Let me tell you that right now. Uh, and, and they weren't my issues. That's usually the way it is. You know, you're, you're out, you're doing the right things. You're praying, or, or, or maybe you haven't had a chance to pray, but you wanted to pray. You know, your mind is right on God. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to do the best you can, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you're making it, however you're making it. Maybe you got abundance. And maybe you're sowing and uh, you're doing all those things. Or maybe you're making it paycheck to paycheck and you're trying to do better. You're working overtime. And, uh, and yet there are things that come around you that try to bring you down. And in, in, in the case that I had this week, it wasn't that they, they try, tried to bring me down. They were bringing so many people around me down that it has the ability to kind of uh, pull you down as well. You know, you're sitting on the bank of a raging river and there is uh, people flying by and, and you're trying to put out a rope and, and you're, they're grabbing it, but, you know, they're trying to pull you in with them. And you're there to try to rescue them and to get them out, you know, of their peril. 
And in that process this past week, oh my gosh, uh, so many situations surrounding me and I'm, I can't really go into them because they're so severe and they had nothing to do with me. I'm just in positions both, you know, at work and ministry and, you know, school. I mean, I'm in a lot of positions that get, afford me the right and privilege to use my Christian uh, anointing and, and, and the blessing that's on my life to try to get people to start thinking the right way or to handle situations in a way that are the correct way to handle them. You know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta bring correction. So anyways, <clears throat> I had to know that greater was he that was in me than he that was in the world. I had to say that to me. I had to say Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, even in the face of some difficult assignments, okay? That's more what they were. They were assignments for me. But sometimes you're actually living them. Sometimes they're not assignments. They're assignments, but they're the assignment of the devil, not for you, but to bring you down and get you off course. And you have to recognize that, and you have to use your faith along with the talents that God's given you. You think you're smart. You think you got you know, the knowledge to get yourself out of a situation, and that may work for a time, but you need God. And if the, if the greater one lives on the inside of you, why wouldn't you want to uh, enlist him in your cause, right? And, and what I really want to get to is I want everyone who's watching to start to believe in that force that's within you. You, you believe God, okay? You believe, uh, but are you ready to do some things that maybe outside your comfort zone? Are you ready to help others with your faith? Are you ready to handle a situation that maybe be that, that may that may take you into a realm of, of uh, where you're in a hardship position, but you believe so strongly in God and then he brings you out. Now you have that as your testimony, that how he brought you out. I don't wish that upon anyone, okay? I do, I do not wanna see anybody there, you know, where they have to go through a hard place. But let's, let's face it, we've all had that hard place. We've all, you know, we've all faced a death in the family whether it be a parent that's gotten up in age, a grandparent, even, even folks who've lost an animal, or what have you, who, which was like a family member to them. You know, we've all been in that hard place. You know, we've been in hard places as far as our income or working or what have you, our careers. Career could be going great, but the national economy goes down like it did in 2008 where a lot of uh, industries took a hard hit, which affected a lot of people in, in the banking industry and so forth. There's a lot of things that can happen that you seemingly have no control over in the sense that people are making decisions without <laughs> your input. And yet your voice in your prayer time, in your confession of faith, in your speaking and declaring things, is what's going to help you get through those situations. It may be the very necessary thing to help you break through into a certain area. I know people who are frustrated, uh, who just talked to me this past week about, you know, how they're working, how they're working, how they're working. And it's like that 
that thing that I, I explained, I think I explained it last week about the tunnel where they're so close to breaking through, but they can't see how close they're breaking through and then they quit. You don't want to quit. God makes you an overcomer. He, he always causes you to try. Now, with that, there's some wisdom that sometimes there's things that you're doing that aren't close to breaking through and God will give you wisdom how to uh, branch out of that, how to go through a different door. You know, there's times where you have to make in, in, a, in, a, in a season, you, you, you spend too long in one season and God's trying to get you into another uh, place and he's speaking to you. He's sending people your way. He's, he's giving you godly counsel and you've rejected it because you don't want to quit. That's happened to me. Me and my wife talked about that yesterday when we were just having fellowship time that there was a time where I was in a situation where I knew I was supposed to move to another situation. I was supposed to uh, uh, go down another path and I delayed it. I was slow to move even though the Lord was speaking to me to move. I eventually did, but you know I could have gained more ground faster possibly. I believe so, if I had listened and been more obedient in that time to move. Sometimes it's a timing. He has something for you right away to get you into another place. You delay it and now there's, you know, he's not a counterfeiter. God's not a counterfeiter. He's not, you know, you may think he's gonna just rain down money from the sky, put it in your mailbox. If you don't send anything out, it's hard to get something in. I'm not saying it can't happen. But generally, you know, you have to, there, there has to be some preparation. You know, if, if you're expecting something to come to you, there has, generally has to be something that you've sowed. <laughs> Even if it's something to come in the mail, you probably had to send something out, you know, publisher clearinghouse or whatever it may be. You know, you sent out that envelope you get every year and you sent it out. I mean, if you're expecting to win that thing, if you don't send it in, it ain't coming back to you, okay? So there's a part you play. We talked about that last week, being joint heirs with Christ. So I wanna show you an example in the Bible of how Jesus himself used the force of faith to, to do something. And, and I believe this is something that will help you see, yes, I know it was Jesus, and that's the first thing that people, well, that was Jesus. But everything Jesus does He's showing us the way. He was, he is, and has always will be the, 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 the way, the truth, and the life, okay? And so let's look at it from the scriptures in John. Now, we were in the epistle of John. Go turn with me to the gospel of John, and we're gonna go to the uh, 11th chapter. And in the 11th chapter, uh, turn with me to verses 39. Jesus is, uh, he had delayed and uh, they were kind of, you know, uh, they were kind of mad at him because he had taken time. Lazarus uh, was, 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 had gone ill and then he had died. And so Jesus gets there and there's, there's, great, there's great grief because Lazarus has been dead four days and the Lord tarried and he, he didn't come right away, but the Lord knew 
what was going on. And, and Jesus says in, uh, uh, we'll start in, in 38 of chapter 11. Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast hurt me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound upon with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. And Lazarus lived. And so Jesus, you know, yes, he had faith, the greatest faith, but he had to even say something. See, he had prayed to the Father, but he had to say something. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. In that moment, he, the force of faith came forth and literally lifted up someone who had been dead four days. I don't know how they, how they came forward, if they were hopping or, you know, if it was just, you know, the, the power of the, the, the spoken word with God pushing him, like floating him over. I don't know how it happened. It doesn't say in here, but I just know that the power of God went forth with the command from Jesus, and he says in John 14, just two chapters later, three chapters later, he says, verily I say unto you, verily, verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So you can say that it was only for Jesus, right? Or maybe you're saying something like, oh yeah, that's good for the pastor. No, this is for anyone. You know, he says that he that believeth on me. So it, it, he qualifies you by saying, if you believe on him. And, and, and that's the qualification. He says it in many places, whosoever. He, go, he says, you know, he qualifies you not because of your title, but because of your belief, okay? Did you hear me on that? He qualifies you not because you prayed all week, but praying will help. Praying does help you believe, but it's not because of the praying. He, 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 you know, you went to seminary school, and that's good, but he's not gonna do it because you went to seminary school. He's gonna do it because you believe. Okay, it's about you believing. What is it in your life? What is the thing that you are facing that is so big that it defies this, this example that I give of someone who's been dead four days? I shall say that it can't be that big. 
it's not so big that God can't help you get it done. And that scripture I used as far as the whosoever is in Mark 11, uh, 22. And we are going to turn there real quick. <clears throat> in Mark 11, 22, it's Jesus himself says, now keep in mind, he had just cursed a fig tree the day earlier. And when the, him and his disciples came back, they saw that the, 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 the fig tree had dried up from the roots and they marveled that what Jesus said came to pass. Jesus spoke with the force of faith. The force of faith was able to take a physical object and cause it to wither and die. You know, you may have some physical things in your life and I'm talking about maybe, you know, a new car or whatever it may be. Well, a fig tree to eat some figs off it was not so small that Jesus didn't use his faith to change, you know, the, the what was happening there. And his disciples noticed it and they marveled at it. And then he goes on to teach them this in, in, in Mark eleven twenty two, And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, Jesus is speaking now. He says, verily I say unto you, you know, that whosoever, you're a whosoever, shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. That's you, the believer. Therefore, I say when unto you, what, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So the key here is not waiting till you see it. It says, believe when you pray. See, the force of faith, when it's released from your lips with a belief inside, even as small as a mustard seed, when it's released from your mouth, when it's declared from your mouth, when that goes forth, you must believe right then that it is done. You cannot wait till you see it. Uh, seeing is not believing. Seeing is seeing. Believing is believing in those things that can't be seen. Yeah. Hebrews shows us that. Turn with me real quick to Hebrews. In Hebrews uh, 11, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So seeing is not believing. Faith is the evidence. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the, the chapter I, or the verse I wanted to go to is just a little further down, and that is in Hebrews 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. If you're seeking God, if you're praying, if you're understanding how the force of faith works, which means you're releasing it through your words, you're speaking it over your situation. You're not speaking death over your situation, which many people do. And I don't mean in that kind of graphic way, but they are speaking death to their situation. 
Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to lose the house. I'm probably going to have to go in for this and surgery. And, you know, they're putting a mark. They're allowing acceptance of a different result into their spirit, affecting their belief, affecting the things they say. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And they're speaking what's in their heart. It's as simple as that. This is a, a real quick lesson today in, in faith and believing and speaking. This is, this is, the, this is faith 101, Proverbs 4. Uh, turn with me real quick. This is the essence of, of, um, uh, of how you get, uh, it's called the law of faith and how you get things to work in your life. In Proverbs 4, it says, my son, in, in 420, it says, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health unto all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I said, I read that quick, but now let's go back. My son, attend to my words. Okay, here's the Bible. Attend to his words. These are his words. So you have to study. You have to look, find out what his word is on any given situation. This is the process. Uh, incline thy ear to my sayings. You, got, you need to hear the preached word because faith comes by hearing. So that's another problem. You need faith. You need to hear. Another element of the process. Let them not depart out of thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Keep them before you. Meditate on them. Look at what the word says about your situation, whether it be by his stripes I'm healed or Jesus, though he was rich, for my sake he became poor that me through his poverty might be rich. Two scriptures, one for health, one for, for finances. You know, there's all kinds of scriptures, but if you find one in the scriptures that matches what you need, you meditate on it day and night and, and, and you keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it, are the issues of life. And, and this is how it's, the process is in your eyes, in your ears, coming out your mouth. In your eyes, in your ears, coming out your mouth. Now, you're faced with a situation. You know, garbage in, garbage out, but good stuff in, good stuff out. Now, when a situation comes up, you're leaning on God and not leaning on your own intellect, your own uh, thoughts and processes, but you're leaning on God this is how you always cause him to help you triumph in your situation. It is the way that faith works. And it is the way the force of faith gets released. It's by your words. You gotta say something that helps your situation. You gotta stop saying what the problem is. You can identify the problem, okay? We're not doubting that you have some issues, okay? We're just doubting that the devil's taking you down and God has an answer for you. That's what we, we want to get you to. And so, last but not least, I want to go to Acts. And I want to show you one more. Because you might say, oh, that's you showed me all these examples of Jesus, but that was Jesus. All right, Jesus has gone on to the, uh, the cross and he's ascended to heaven. This is well after that. We're going to go to Acts, the 16th chapter. 
when, where situations look bad and it doesn't look like there's any way out for uh, Paul and Silas who are uh, in prison. And we're going to go to the 25th verse. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And the prisoners heard them. They were a prisoner themselves. It wasn't like they were jail ministry and they were going to sing to the prisoners. No, they were a prisoner. They really hadn't done anything but talk about the kingdom of God and they got thrown in prison. And once again, Paul has been persecuted for, for Christ's sake. And he's in prison, but somehow, He's praising God. Through the midst of his situation, he's praising God. He's not saying, woe is me. He's not rebelling against God. He's not having, uh, you know, the, the Job moment where fear came upon him. He's in that moment and he's praising God with Silas. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Isn't that amazing? That in the midst of being locked in a prison, the praises, and he probably was praying as well because he preached about a prayer with all supplication. You know, he was, he was thankful because he prayed about and wrote about being thankful. And he is declaring it through his praises. God inhabits the praises of his people. You want God in the midst of your situation? You want the force of faith to be working in your situation? Then you're praising him. You, got, you can put on all the secular music you want, but it's not, gonna, it's not gonna send reverberation through the spirit realm. It's not gonna have God within it unless it's a godly song that they are just playing. Sometimes they do that, not often. Sometimes you'll hear a godly song in the second, but if you have some music that has God within it and you're singing it, praising with it, or you're just hearing it, it's in the atmosphere and God can inhabit that. Now he's part of the plan. You've enlisted him in your cause and the force of faith is working for your life. Folks, you know, we don't need a feather helping us get our job done. There's no force with a feather. You drop it, it floats in the air. Barely has any weight to it. You know, unless you're gonna tickle somebody, the feather's not gonna do you any good. You need the force of faith that's able to move a mountain, that's able to shake a prison and change your circumstance. And the way that you do that is by putting that word in by letting it come out your mouth and, and using your words to change the dynamics that are around you. I know maybe sometimes things look bad, but you don't want to throw another stone on it and bury it and, and say, oh, it's over with. Throw in the towel. No, you want to use your words to start peeling the rocks off to get out of it. You know, if you have to go over the mountain, if you have to go around the mountain, you gotta do something. Your action has to tie with your words. And more than anything, like Paul and Silas, they were, they were joyful. Their joy and their praising were evidence of the very faith and the very thing that they believed. If you find yourself 
almost cursing yourself. And I don't mean, you know, curse words, but cursing yourself in the sense that you're, you're, you're speaking the wrong ending that you want. You're speaking the thing that you don't want to happen. Don't stop that. Stop speaking the thing that you don't want to happen and start speaking the cure, which is the word of God over the situation. Jesus, by his stripes, I am healed. Jesus, though he was rich, for my sake he became poor, that me through his poverty might be rich. The Lord increases me more and more. He, he, he gives me the power to get wealth to establish his covenant. I resist Satan and he must flee. His word is filled with scriptures that will help us yield the force of faith in our situation. Well, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. I, I, I'm, I'm in this process right now. Me and Prophet Zan, we're in this process right now of really meticulously using our words to change our situation, to do things that we need to have done, not only for ministry, but for our lives, for our children. You can do the same thing. Well, God bless you. We'll see you right back here on uh, next Sunday. We love you. And remember, you have your victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has blessed you. If you enjoyed what you received today, please take the time to visit our website, www.victoryinchristonline.org, for more teachings and inspiration. Also, don't forget to find us on all of our social media. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and watch more broadcasts on Periscope. We declare that you have the victory in Christ today.